quarantine. Again. It's like 447. It's dark as fuck outside. Corn tapes. Track one. Y'all need to stop, man. Y'all need to know what the fuck going on. Yo, 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 man, what's good? It's your boy Jay Bender here with another Epi for Cushion Coffee Podcast today, man. You heard what the intro say. DJ Drip in that motherfucking building today, man. Shout out to DJ. DJ Drip! Yo, 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 what's going on, man? Thank you guys for having me. Thank you guys for having me. Man, appreciate you coming on, bro. Much love. What's up, bro? How you doing? Man, How you I'm living? Good, man. I'm living good, living great, living large. How you feeling, man? Man, tell me about that mix that we just listened to right there. Man, Where? so that mix, uh, I made probably about a year back when we had went on uh, lockdown again for like the, the second time. Um, I was just in the crib and I was like, fuck it. Quarantine, I'm making a mixtape. Quarantapes, I was just stuck in the crib recording. I was uh, living on campus at the time. School was online. I couldn't have anybody in my building. They wouldn't let nobody in my building just because of the whole vaccine and know what I'm saying? COVID, all that. So I was just in the crib mixing, bro, all day, just recording mixes. And that was my first one, Corn Tape Track 1. So First mix? Like, first mix of, of that series. Oh, okay, so okay. I, I had a series of, uh, I called it Corn Tapes, and that was the first one. I, got, like, I put out like five of them. No oh, shit. It was supposed to be like an everyday thing, but I kind of just stopped after the fifth one. Why'd you stop? I don't know. I got lazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst thing to get. Yeah. It's lazy, though. Like uh, I was telling you earlier, you got to stay persistent in this, man. It's like persistent, especially it's something that, like Nip- Nipsey said, bro, like the creators are going to have the creative control over the world of who's going to make the most money. Because, you know what I'm saying, we have the power. Right. Like nobody can take your creativity away from you, you know what yeah. I'm saying, from what yeah. you do. They want to. That's why the school systems are the way they are. Well, that's another. Yeah. I mean, if you know what I mean, because like they don't they don't focus on no arts. They're trying to take art away from schools now. Like, uh-huh. you know, creative mind. You know what I'm saying? So just stick with it, man. Don't don't get lazy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So speaking of that, man, like, how'd you start DJing? Man, I started my freshman year of high school. Um, my best friend threw a party for his birthday. He didn't have no speakers. I had some speakers in my room, just some small, you know what I'm saying, room speakers, studio speakers. I brought him over, put him into uh, his mom's desktop computer downstairs where we was having a party. I was just playing music off YouTube the whole night. The party was busting. Shit, we ran it back one more time. After that, a girl asked me to DJ her party. I was like, damn, I'm not even no DJ, but I ain't have no laptop. I didn't have nothing. I just had a, a playlist on my phone and, and some speakers at the crib. She let me borrow her laptop for like two weeks to put music on it before a party. And uh, I had downloaded like a DJ program on her computer during that time. I was just fucking with it. I was like, yeah, I want to get into this. Yeah. Yeah, so eventually uh, I got my own computer. And uh, I just started like mixing off the trackpad, really. You know what I'm saying? Just fucking around. And I invested into some like cheap equipment. I just started practicing, bro, and just started getting into, you know what I'm saying, how to be a DJ, really. So, so how old are you now, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 21. 21. 21 going on 22 in two months. Mixing it up. Yes, sir. So you got a little following, man. How, like, uh, 
You got like 13,000, 30,000 on TikTok? Yeah, I got 30,000 on TikTok, uh, 13 on Instagram, going on 14 soon, so. So you just been fucking the region up, huh? Yeah, bro. Much love to the region. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out there anymore, but forever, that's that's home. That's that's what got me here for sure, so. So uh, how was it coming up, man, at first? Like, what made you keep going harder and harder? Like, man. in the beginning, like, when it just started getting all the, the feedback pump. from it? Like, yeah. man, everybody's... Like, yo, that shit was lit, dog. Yeah. You did an awesome playlist type that's, shit. That's really what it was. Everyone was just like, yo, that party was rocking. You had the music going crazy. You know what I'm saying? I was dropping mixes. I was dropping bullshit mixes at the time. We go back and listen to them. They were probably terrible. But at the time, everyone's like, yo, that's hard. You know what I'm saying? There was never no negativity um, thrown my way. I was I was really just rocking with it, bro. Was, the support was coming in. You know what I'm saying? The love was shown. And I just kept going. I was really passionate for it. I played sports all my life. I wasn't no superstar athlete, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. But I, I like sports, but once I found DJing and figuring out, you know what I'm saying, my passion for that, it just, it just grew more and more, and it was just something I was like, I really wanted to get good at, and I really wanted to do and put my all in it. I knew it was something I could do, something I could be, you know what I'm saying, 100%. Yeah. So, like, how's the things now? You got a girl or anything like that, man? No, nah, I don't got no girl, man. <laughs> Girls are distractions. Yeah, man, I'm just saying, because you got to keep your head right. Yeah, for sure. Especially being so young, man. I, like, uh, I had to grow up fast. I had to, like, my first son was like 19, uh, so it was yeah, like, okay. I had to grow up quick as hell. Hey, thank, thank God, though. Everything's a blessing in its own disguise. Yeah, yes. So sir. my son saved my life, kind of like, because I was on like a hard head, knock knucklehead shit. You right, know what I'm saying, right, doing right, stupid right. shit. So like, he kind of settled me down and like moved forward. And then I met my wife, like kind of helped me and grew me even more. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, no holdbacks, but she allowed me to do what I got to do. Because mm -hmm. as a man, you need to do what you got to do. Yeah, uh, for sure. Coming to that, though, also talk about, like, what we go through as men. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? I don't know uh, how difficult it is for you sometimes. Like, do you feel like, uh, like, man, I talk about men's mental health here. Cause bring awareness to it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I look at a lot of the brothers out there. We have a couple brothers in this building, and we talk about it. And you know what I'm saying? We just try to bring awareness to it. And since I have a platform here and just talk to individuals such as yourself, we just like to see, like, how do you address things, certain things like that? Like, you know what I'm saying? How do you come about? Who do you talk to type thing when you... Yeah, really, um, bro, my mom is, like, my best friend, bro. I talk to my mom about, like, everything. You know what I'm saying? That's really, like, the one person I really go to. That you can really trust, huh? Yeah, I can really trust. If not, bro, I usually just do shit on my own, you know what I'm saying? And just... Get through it on my own. I'm a really strong-minded person. I really don't, you know what I'm saying, let a lot bring me down. But when there's really stuff going on and, and stuff, you know what I'm saying, that happens in life because, you know what I'm saying, real stuff, it goes on, especially at my age. You know what I'm saying? I'm going through changes and, you know what I'm saying, just yeah. I'm, I'm entering the real world, the real adult world. You know what I'm saying? I'm a young adult. So yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking to my mom every day. How do I do this? How do I, you know what I'm saying, how am I supposed to feel about this? And Am I wrong for feeling this way? You know what I'm saying? Am I supposed to be feeling this way? So. Really just talking to my mom um, and talking to my people around me, you know what I'm saying? My boys around me, we, we going through the same thing, you know what I'm saying? We all young men, you know what I'm saying, trying to be somebody and trying to be somewhere in a couple of years. So we all go through similar things, you know what I'm saying? You had those sit-downs and you talk, you had them deep talks. and uh, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just realize that you're not the only person going through what you're going through. You know what I'm saying? It's happened to someone before you. It's going to happen to someone after you. And there's someone going through it with you right then and there, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So um, definitely talking and opening up is, is definitely something I think everybody should do. Of course. Like I said, I'm a person that likes to bottle things in, but, you know what I'm saying, eventually you got to come out and talk about it. You got to get it off your chest. And, um, you know what I'm saying, people give you advice and see things from your perspective or 
they make you see it from their perspective and it kind of changes things around you know what i'm saying so yeah yeah of course it's definitely important to talk 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 it out um never be afraid to show emotion you know what i'm saying but people could take emotion for for granted sometimes so just watch who you talking to and watch who you around and who you letting in because people could take advantage of that and you know what i'm saying flip shit on you yeah 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 man yeah good advice man for sure definitely go talk to somebody find somebody that you can really talk to that's what i usually do and uh my grandfather, my abuelito, he, he's passed away now. He was one of the individuals that I go talk to all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one of my cousins, but you know what I'm saying? You got to take advantage of while the time is here, too, for yeah. certain individuals because, uh, you know what I'm saying, sometimes the door closes on certain individuals, but they still will spiritually, though. But yeah, for sure. Physically, you know what I'm saying, you got to take advantage. It'd be like how many times are you going to go visit, like, somebody, like your uncle that you haven't seen in, in forever. But you say you go visit him, like, what, twice a year, right? All right. And if he's like 50, so you're technically going to go see him in 10 more years, probably 20 more times right. if you see him yeah. twice a year. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Yeah. Spend more time with family. And I just, I just try to say that to people too. Yeah, definitely. Um, But moving back to the subject of you, man, blowing up in the city, now you're just doing shows all around the city now or what? Yeah, man, I'm just doing shows. Right now I'm doing a lot of clubs. Still doing shows, you know what I'm saying? Still doing shows, still doing concerts, you know what I'm saying, underground parties and whatnot. But for the most part, it's clubs right now. Yeah, how'd you get in tune with that? Like, how was this, how was the climb for that? Like, man, it was it was actually real, like the climb getting into the club scene. Yeah, yeah. it was actually real quick. Like, it all just happened like within <clears> the past <throat> year, and I was real nervous about that. You know, what I'm saying turning 21 this year, how I was gonna manage to get myself in the clubs, and uh, my manager right now, Dre Wicked. You know, what I'm saying I met him right before I turned 21, really like uh, late February <clears> last year. And he took me under his wing, bro. He saw potential in me, and uh, you know what I'm saying. He just started. He just started putting me in these spots. Um, you know what I'm saying. Just letting me showcase what I could do. Yeah. And that's really how I got my foot in the door, like real quick and easy. He really, you know what I'm saying, helped me help me get there. He put me in position quick, and uh, yeah, from there, bro, it's really just been me working. You know what I'm saying, and showing showing I could do one thing at one place, and I'll do it at another. You know what I'm saying. So working with different people and knowing different people. You know what I'm saying. My Instagram helps for sure. Um, word of mouth, you know what I'm saying? Just people were hearing me in the club, and it was really quick, bro. And I, it was, I'm really thankful for it because it takes people years, <clears throat> it takes people years to get into some of the uh, places, you know what I'm saying, that I'm at. It takes a grind to get there. So, me being able to just, you know what I'm saying, walk right in and, and walk in the scene and shit. Yeah, it was, it was a really nice thing, and I'm forever grateful for that because it can definitely be a struggle, you know what I'm saying, getting your foot in the door. Damn, that's cool as hell. So you have you been any around like popular people yet? Like uh any like rappers in there in the club yeah, that you performed yeah. yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been around a lot of famous people, you know what I'm saying? When I'm either when I'm doing concerts or, or festivals or just in the studio with some rappers, you know what I'm saying? And they bring their other homies and they kinda up there or whether I'm in the club and they just in there, you know what I'm saying, in their own section. I I'm around, you know what I'm saying, NBA players, uh MLB players, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is. It's cool. What's some of the clubs out here you played in? In Chicago? Uh, I played at Play, I played at Bounce, I played at Tunnel, I played at The Mine. Um, what else have I played? Liquor Box, um, V Live, Luxor, those 18 plus clubs. Martini, there's another 18 plus club. Um, I played at a lot, bro. I played at a lot of clubs, like in the city downtown. Still some more, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. We're gonna, we gonna get there. What you got coming up, man? Right now, bro, it's 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 kind of the same things. I'm just in the clubs right now. Um, 
A lot of stuff I can't really talk about. I'm working on like radio mixes. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I, I got I got some things with FM radio coming up. Um, I don't want to say too much. Yeah, yeah. That that's just you know what I'm saying recently. So uh, be expecting that soon, real soon. So when you're not at, when you when you're not doing the, the club scene, man, and you're at home, what, like what's the steps for you, like of building your brand and everything like that, like just networking on Instagram, bro. Networking in person, you know what I'm saying? Just making phone calls and, and writing back emails. Doing the legwork. Doing doing the work, you know what I'm saying? So you got a strong team with you too behind you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I don't really have too much of a team. I really just, uh, I, got, I got my manager, you know what I'm saying? But he's really a big help. He's really, really a big help. He's a good mentor. He he guides me and uh, he helps me make a, make a lot of big decisions. He puts me in position. So uh, just me and him right now, you know what I'm saying? We're rocking. We're trying to build, you know what I'm saying? Expand the brand that I'm behind and the label down behind and yeah what do you mix on right now right now i'm mixing on a ddj pioneer ddj 1000 srt what do you use to run that uh i use serato so i use serato on my macbook yeah yeah i like this again my bad yeah so I, uh, right now i'm djing i'm running off uh serato i've been i've been rocking with serato damn near since the start man you ever rock like you ever try to go back and like go back to old school, to like do vinyl. And shit. Yeah, I yeah. would love to, bro. I would love to. I would love to like get into that because I've never really like got to like, you know, what I'm saying even experiment with some vinyl, and I would love to, bro. You know yeah, it's a, it was cool. There's a lot of documentaries on that shit oh, too. Yeah, back yeah, in the eighty, sure. when at the birth of hip hop and oh, yeah. late seventies, early yeah. uh, early eighties. Hell yeah, no, I would love to. You know, what I'm saying that's that's where it all started. That's that's the you know, what I'm saying now everything is digitalized and you know, what I'm saying yeah. That's it. I would so, love to just go back to when they was playing with their eyes. You know what I'm saying? Their hands and their ears only. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they would try to, the, they, the, uh, there was a trick, man. I don't know if it's really 100% true, but there was in this documentary where the dudes would use a crayon, right, to get the beat down. Uh-huh, yeah, they would. And they would mark it on the Yeah, yeah on so the like they'll mark it on the vinyl so yeah, they know the exactly point. where it's at, the cue yep, point. Yeah, yep. that's just old school as shit. Like, yep. can you imagine that? Like, nah. listening to all the records. Yep. It wasn't just like now where you could just, boom, put it in there. Yep. You had to actually listen to the whole record to find it. Yeah. All I got to do is just press one button now and it says to keep one eye. I can just tap Beep. it whenever I want. Yeah, you be like, ready. Yeah, no, I would love to go back, you know what I'm saying, and have to experience that because that's really like where it came from, how started. That's just, that's real DJ shit right there. Yeah, I would yeah. Love, I would love to. That's what's up, man. So, uh, you got plans of doing any traveling, man? Going uh, down yeah. south or something? Yeah. Going to the West Coast? Yeah, I'm going to Houston at the end of the month, um, end of February, for a couple of days. I got some shit out there. Um, you know what I'm saying? Back when spring pick up, like spring break, you know what I'm saying? I'm outside for spring break. Um, my birthday, definitely want to do some birthday shows out, out the out the country or out the state, my bad. Um, yeah, bro, you know what I'm saying? Summer comes around, festival season, you know, I'm, I want to I wanna get in with some artists and, you know what I'm saying, hopefully be behind them. And just going crazy, bro, doing concerts, you know what I'm saying? Concert season about to, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. about, to, it's about to be a fun time for sure. So it's like a seasonal thing every, or and then like winter you do the clubs type thing. Yeah, I mean this is really my first time. You know what I'm saying? It's like my first couple of years doing it, so I don't want to really want to get into a cycle of that. I want to constantly be doing big shows. Something, you know yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we gonna get there. Bro. Follow the shows, man. Shit, mm-hmm. keep getting it. That's what's up. You, you did you DJ for any rapper yet out here? Yeah, so I DJ uh, for Big KBZ. I DJ his Rolling Loud set in New York. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm locked in with some other people out here from the city. Trench Mob, you know what I'm saying? I do I do most of their shows. Um, I'm locked in with them. Um, who else have I done? I've done shows for a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? Like opening opening wise, but as far as being behind the artist, really just uh Trench Mob and, and Big K Beezy. 
Oh, okay, that's yeah. what's up. Shit, that's the beginning. This is the beginning of it, man. Yeah, for sure. And my boy Sir Jam, my boy Sir Jam, uh, I'll be, I'll be doing shows with him too. It'll be stupid lit. Stupid so lit. when you when you get your creative sound of music, man, like where do you get? You're usually digging for sound, new sound somewhere. Like, you, are you trying to like? See what the youngsters listen to. Yeah. You trying to, you know, what I'm saying, you trying to keep up with the old heads too. I, see what yeah. they feel. Like, where where do you get your inspiration from? Like your genre of music to throw so, down in your mixes. Right now, I'm in, I'm in a state where it's like I have to pay attention to not only you know what I'm saying the, the older crowd because you know what I'm saying they're still in the clubs too. They still you know what I'm saying people, 26, 27, 28 still in the clubs. Then you got everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like me, 21, fresh in the club. So it's it's kind of like you got to be well rounded. I really get my inspiration just from. Listening to the people around me, you know what I'm saying? Listening to the radio, listening to other DJs spin, listening to, you know what I'm saying, what's being played, um, you know what I'm saying, the trending charts and stuff. So as I get it from a little bit of everywhere, you know what I'm saying, social media, just hearing it in my homie's car, you know what I'm saying, hearing another DJ play it, you know what I'm saying, on a live stream or something, like just paying attention, you know what I'm saying, to music, really in all aspect, like all angles. Yeah, who's some of your, you got any favorite inspirational DJs right now? DJ Jazzy Jeff, he's definitely a, a big inspiration. He's that's that's a real DJ right there. I want to be like that. He's cold. He's yeah. cold, but like his skills are just crazy. Um, you know what I'm saying? DJ Cool Herc, you know what I'm saying? Like I really like them older DJs, you know what I'm saying, who really like live live that whole, you know what I'm saying? They live, sleep, breathe DJ, you know what I'm saying? Just I really like the pioneers. I look up to the pioneers. So is this gonna be a career thing for you now since you're so young now, man? Or you got anything else up I, the sleeve? I think for a while, you know what I'm saying? This, being a DJ is gonna be my career, but I don't forever just wanna DJ. I wanna take it into into other places, you know what I'm saying? So but for right now it's definitely my career, you know what I'm saying? So as your as your as your individuals around you that you choose to be around, man, how's that like help your situation? Does sometimes it distract you from having certain individuals around you or like do you just kind of eliminate as you go type shit like you know i don't need your energy around me right now i'm just gonna yeah so the people i'm around bro they really just you know what i'm saying high spirited people you know what i'm saying that they're not negative you know what i'm saying they, they like to to be out you know what i'm saying they're they're outgoing you know what i'm saying they got a good head on their shoulders you know what i'm saying they're doing the same thing got the same vision got the same you know what i'm saying just supporting me and supporting each other and just you know what i'm saying just people close to you you know you know who to have around you and who to not you know what i'm saying sometimes you don't but for the most part, you, you, um, you know what I'm saying. Know who you around, you should be good. So, has music always been like a, a thing for you in your life, bro? Like something you can always like relate to? Yeah, I feel like music was always bumped around me. Like my dad, my mom always used to have music bumping around me. Like, what yeah. kind of music your your parents used to listen to? Man, just straight hip hop. Like straight hip hop. Just. So how did your parents? They probably my age, right? Shit, probably a little older. They're probably I like forty two or something. Yeah, I think my dad forty two. I think my mom forty. Yeah. So they be listening to a lot of Biggie and Tupac. Yeah, yeah, yeah they listen to a lot, a lot of all of that. The like, East, the, the Bad Boy, the nineties. Yeah, Bad Boy Bill. Like you know what I'm saying? All of that, bro. Like all I remember is just R and B and hip hop playing, just blasted around me as a kid. So that's really where I get it from. Like, where'd you grow up from? I'm from East Chicago, Indiana. Oh, no shit? Yeah, I'm from the 219. No shit, I didn't even know that. 219. 219 in a motherfucking building. That's out of 219. Here at Cushion Coffee, man. Just chilling here with DJ. Drip, drip. Yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> DJ Drip. <laughs> yeah, but I'm from EC, bro. I'm from EC. No shit. That's, I didn't know that, man. Yeah. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, I love it. 
So how you you grew up your whole life there? You're born and raised. Mm-hmm. Born and raised in East Chicago. So now you're away from there though. Yeah, no, I live I live in Chicago now. Okay, the transition of was when when you grew up in high school, you graduated. Yeah, I graduated, um, and then I moved to the city when I was twenty. Yeah. And that's when you started like kind of like fell into DJing before that our freshman uh, year, right? No, no, no. I've been into DJing. I've been into DJing. So that had been making you money and you decided to go on your own? Yeah, that's all I do. I just DJ to make money and I just... So how many gigs you got a week? Let's see. I got I got one on Wednesday. I got one on Thursday. Sometimes two on Thursday. Um, a good Friday, I could be at three places. For the most part, it's usually... It, right now, it's at one. It's slow season. So it's at one. But it could be two sometimes. Saturdays could be three. I just had a three-day three event on Saturday. Saturdays be the most cracking. Like today, I got two events. Um, and then on Sundays, I could, I could either have one or two. So I'm really booked, like, let's see, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I could be booked anywhere from four to 12 times in a weekend. So when COVID hit, man, how was the transition with all that, man? Man, I ain't going to lie. At first, it sucked. Like, the first couple months, like, I think COVID hit, what, in February of that year? Yeah. I say by, like, May by May of that year, I was already back outside, and the parties was crazy as fuck. Yeah, it felt like more people went out and went crazier, right? Because all the people that were in the house, it like, decided to stay in the house. Fuck, bro. When, when COVID was still, like, fresh, you know what I'm saying, just the first couple months in, and COVID, you know what I'm saying, bro, it was it was still cracking outside. Maybe for, like, three months it wasn't, but, like, once it, like, it was just up. Bro, I, I traveled, so it was like I went. I went to Miami, I went to Texas, I went to Atlanta. So like everything was still lit, dog. Yeah. Like everybody on the news media was saying like everybody was shut down. Like mm-hmm. fuck the news media, man. I ain't got nothing against them, but getting off track. <laughs> but bro, I traveled literally, man. We were in the club in Atlanta one time. I remember they're like, you got to put a mask on to get in the club. Once you get in the club, you can take it off. Whatever. I guess they're just following mandates, whatever. whatever. Uh, but once you got in the once you got in the club, bro, it was literally elbow room like right. this, like, boom, and then it ended at four o'clock, and then they're like, after party's about to start. Like, what the fuck you mean? It's four o'clock in the morning, so they're open to eight in the morning. So eight in the morning, they reopen at four thirty, after shutting down everything. Coming back, that's what's up, man. No, that's wild. That's wild. It's crazy how people are still outside, like. It was lit, though. It was lit. I had a good-ass time. I definitely had a good-ass time. So it wasn't really slow. Like, things in the club, you know what I'm saying, changed. Like, as far as, like, you know what I'm saying, the public shit. But, you know what I'm saying, at the time I was what? I was only, I think I had just turned 20 or 19. I think I just turned 20. I don't remember. Um, it was, bro, I was outside. I was doing hella underground parties. Like, my first party back, bro, was behind this big-ass warehouse in a parking lot. Like, the warehouse parking lot, abandoned warehouse parking lot. Yeah. I had to be, like. 2,500 people there. Everybody just pulled up in that car, bro. I brought my speakers out, just set it up, bro, on the fucking light pole, plugged that shit in. Party was jumping, bro. It was crazy. What's the, what's the craziest shit you've seen at one of your parties so far, man? Oh, man. Anything crazy? I've seen I've seen everything, bro. I've seen from fucking people passing out to people jumping off the stage all crazy. Shout out my boy Isaac and this bitch. Um, bro, I've seen some. go crazy, Isaac? Bro, he be jumping off the stage, he be going crazy. Um, bro, I've even seen somebody get shot at one of my parties, like right in front of me, bro. Like I've seen some crazy shit, bro. I've seen, I've seen it all. I, I feel like I've seen it all, bro. I've, I've seen people do like hard drugs right in front of me in a party, bro. Like crazy, like just. That's I mean that's probably like natural for club life though. Bro, it'd be crazy. I'd be seeing people fucking get beat up, 
You know what I'm saying? Right in front of me, I, I see people just acting a fool. Like it's lit though. Sometimes, most of the time, most of the time it's lit. Yeah. Sometimes it could, sometimes it can be real crazy. Sometimes like you see like the worst of people. You know what I'm saying? So did you ever have to deal with like any? Since you said you never really had to deal with not no no negative or no uh, hardship yet, like as far as like failing uh-huh. in the DJ game. So how was it coming? You haven't really encountered any kind of like. Like shit, something didn't go through, or like DJ failure equipment, or like fuck, lost the wire. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that definitely happens. You definitely have your fuck ups. Like it's been times, bro. I remember the first time I was supposed to ever DJ for my manager, right? Bro, I was nervous as fuck. I was like, yo, I gotta go crazy. You know what I'm saying? I gotta go, I gotta go crazy in front of him. You know what I'm saying? He really gonna judge me. He gonna, I'm nervous as hell, right? I show up, bro. I'm ready. I show up my fucking laptop, so I'm like 13%. I open it, right? I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Go in my bag, grab my charger. Forgot my charger at home. Couldn't even DJ for him. So some shit like that, just forgetting cores, bro. Fucking up when you're DJing, you know what I'm saying? That's that's just a part of it, you know what I'm saying? <coughs> yeah, um, I, f- I fucked up a couple times, man, yeah, doing photography. Yeah. Figuring some, like, left some shit, like, fuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about, like, fucking up a transition in the club. Club <laughs> popping like they all here, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, shit. Yeah, something like that. Um, Forgetting cores, bro, you know what I'm saying? Just... Your laptop dies while you're DJing, bro. Like some crazy shit like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, that's crazy. That shit sucks sometimes though, because then you're in a pickle. Like fuck, like what am I gonna do? Yo, you gotta go grab this cord, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Best buy open. (laughs) No, it's been like it's it's definitely been times, bro, where I had to like set up for gigs, bro. And thank God there was like a guitar center down the street, bro. And I would run and hurry up and buy some cords, come back, plug them in, and be good, and just like wing it. Like I had the cord the whole time. Yeah, man. That, that, that's that. My wife is usually the lifesaver for that shit. She had to travel like at least ten miles sometimes, man, to come through with a cord or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, yo, babe, I need this cord. If if not, I can't run this fucking equipment. Yeah, it'll be just a simple ass cord, man. So, how do you stay motivated, man, and stay uh, creative, bro? Man, it's really just like a self minded thing. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I have you know what I'm saying people and things and things I see that you know what I'm saying, but. For the most part, it's just me in my head, like, yo, you got to get on it. Like, you just got to separate yourself, you know what I'm saying? Creativity is, is about separating yourself from other people. Yeah. So I just constantly be thinking, how can I separate myself? How can I do this differently, you know what I'm saying, in a better way? So when you're making your mixes, man, like, what are the emotions sometimes you be thinking about and going through? Man, it's hard. It's, it's hard, you know what I'm saying? It just depends on what I'm feeling. Sometimes I'm, 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 I want to make a mix because I'm bored. Sometimes I want to make a mix because I'm drunk. You know what I'm saying? In the crib, like after a night out, you know what I'm saying? Come on, mix. Sometimes it's because, you know what I'm saying? I hear an idea or I, I listen to a mix previously and I want to, you know what I'm saying? Try the same concept, but just, you know what I'm saying? Put it in my own way. Um, It really just depends, bro. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say there's too much emotion in my mixes. You know what I'm saying? I just be trying to turn up. But uh, sometimes there is. I, I seen a video of the crowd. You're, you're interacting with the crowd, man. Uh-huh. And you're singing the lyrics and shit. How does that, like... Feel when you get that feedback of them like fucking interacting back with you. That's just lit, bro. There's no other feeling. It's like a, <laughs> it's like a high, bro. It's like a high, <clears throat> like it's just like a feeling in your chest, like you know, it's it's indescribable, bro. Like it's lit, it's lit as fuck. You just you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You really yeah. just fucking with the crowd. You hyping up the crowd. They want to be hyped up, but they want to they want to feel you. You know what I'm saying? They want to feel your energy. So so how you coming out like in the crowd, bro? Like the first song, you, you just coming out with like it depends. It depends. Sometimes I come out with a song that they would never expect. You know what I'm saying? It'd be a banger, or you know what I'm saying? I hit it with a banger right after. Or sometimes you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's a regular song. Sometimes yeah. sometimes I got to mix in with the other DJs playing, right? To transition the songs correctly and you know what I'm saying a smooth breakout. transition, yeah, right. 
Or um, sometimes, you know what I'm saying, I'll just I'll hit them with a banger, you know what I'm saying? And it just depends on the crowd and how I'm feeling, you know what I'm saying, how I think they're going to react and go from there. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. Who's your uh, favorite artist right now to listen to? My favorite artist. Right now I'm listening to a lot of uh, Roddy Rich. I'm listening to a lot of Roddy Rich. A That's of, a lot of you youngsters, though. Yeah, I like I fuck with Gunna, not just because his new tape just came out, but I'm always listening to some Gunna. Yeah, yeah. Um, Corday, I fuck with some Corday. Corday's hard. You need to check out Corday. He really, he know how to write. He be talking that shit. Corday, Corday. Yeah. Um, who else? I listen to a lot of Lil Durk. A lot of Lil Durk. Um, I listen to a lot of Chief Keef. Chief Keef is hard to. Old fuck. school, yeah. Chief Keef. Old school or new Chief Keef. Both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm listening to a lot of Detroit shit, a lot of Memphis shit. Yeah. I listen to all kind of music, to be honest, bro. I love all kind of music, all kind of artists. Like, it change every day. So what's the what's the end game for you, man, for this, for DJing? You just trying to be one of the top? Of course. But um, I'm definitely trying to take this and, you know what I'm saying, to different aspects, such as, like, being on a radio show, you know what I'm saying, having my own radio show. Um, See, you started a podcast, bro. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? DJ drip. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> you know what um, I'm saying? Yeah, being, being like an A&R, you know what I'm saying? A producer, um, you know what I'm saying? Being a, a tour manager, you know what I'm saying? Setting up my own tours, you know what I'm saying? Maybe signing artists to me or, you know what I'm saying? Whatever it may be. There's so many things, um, so many different routes you could take when it comes to this DJ shit. You know what I'm saying? It could take you into a lot of places. Owning my own nightclub, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. I really want to do that it shit all. To listen, I want to do it all, bro. I want to do it all. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you do beat making too, or no? You ever dabble with that? You said what? Beat making? Beat making, producing? No, no, nothing no. like that. I want to. Though. I want to. So that way you can start getting your own, like you know what I'm saying, you'd be like DJ Cali when he comes in, bit you know drops some vocals or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Some hot yeah, ass vocals. Just like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what's up, like bro. That. Yeah, for sure. So at the end of the day, what do your what do your parents think about your? Your occupation career. Oh, they fuck with it. Yeah, they, they go see it. you like DJ before. Nah, they be in the career. They got they got their own shit to take care of. But <laughs> they they know like they know what's going on. I will be posting it. You know what I'm saying? They got me on social media and stuff. So. Oh, your mom be out there. That's my baby. Nah, that's how she be. I love her. But um. Shout out moms. Nah, shout out moms for sure. Um, yeah, bro. You know what I'm saying? They know what's going on. They've been supported from the start. You know what I'm saying? But it's always been rocking for. It's always been rocking to them from the start, bro. I used to throw parties at my mom and dad crib in the basement, bro. You know what I'm saying? They just upstairs chilling, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, letting it go on. Like they they fuck with me, bro. They they fuck with the movement. They know what's going on. They know I'm really trying to take this shit to the next level. I'm not just trying to be like. So uh, your your parents and shout out to your parents though, because your parents allowing you to do that, bro, gave you the platform to have where you're at today. No, you know definitely. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to them. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. Because that's all it takes as a parent. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you're ever gonna have kids or have kids coming, yeah, no, you know they, what I'm saying? You just gotta believe in, like, let them, let them, let them prosper. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't force them to do anything right. that. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they know what it is because they grew up too. Their parents probably tell them the same shit. Like, mm-hmm. hey, yo, you gotta do this. But in reality, you, you want the parents wanted to smoke dope in the '70s, so they yeah, were no smoking God. weed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hell yeah. Cushion coffee. That's why I'm, I'm a, a baby of a mom and pops. They used to smoke that shit back in the seventies. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it's, this is what we teach our kids. But I allow my kids, man. I try to influence them as much as I can as possible, just to let them go. Like, yo, you got just so many re- resources, bro. Like, you got all the doors in the world that are open to you. You got at your fingertips, mm-hmm. and you can just go and get it. You know what I'm saying? Literally. But 
he he a beast too. He be making beats, man. Sometimes, and I be having some people freestyle on the Cushion Coffee podcast and yeah, shit. So, yeah, awesome. you know what I'm saying? It's cool too, just trying to meet new people, and then like hearing a new Dirk or something. You know what I'm saying? Eventually, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I don't have rappers on here, and you said you're looking for like artists eventually. You know what I'm saying? We could get that tied in. If you hear somebody on the podcast, man, just let me know. Type yeah, no, shit. For sure, that's how it goes. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Well, uh, what do you got coming up, man? Before we get out of here, you give everybody a, a, a look, an outlook of what's coming for you in your future events. Man, I really don't even know. I'm just <laughs> working on it. I'm working on it right now. No, I'm working on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on it. You know what I'm saying? Everyone knows, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm trying to do something bigger than the last thing that I just did. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just I'm figuring it out right now. You know what I'm saying, bro? We're going to get it cracking. You know what I'm saying? It's been cracking. It's, it's going to be that way. Uh, yeah, bro, it's on the work. It's just no, you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to continue to keep doing what I'm doing. and You know what I'm saying? Shout out to shout anybody out to you want to give shout outs to? Man, shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody. I fuck with everybody. Fuck um, with everybody. It's, it's love, you know what I'm saying? It's love. Thank y'all uh, for having me for sure, bro. For sure. Yeah, love, bro. I don't, even, I don't even smoke, but I'm smoking on every end. Love, bro. Cushion Coffee Podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, yep. That's it, bro. Y'all can follow me on socials, you know what I'm saying? At the only DJ Drip. My man's got an event, double event tonight. Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming through, bro. Telling a little bit of story with yourself. Thank you for having me, for sure. I appreciate it. You got a little more time. You come back. Smoke some more weed. Peace and love, bro. Hey, shout out to your homeboy on the couch, man. Shout out to my boy, Isaac, rolling that dope. We're going to get back in that quarantine mix to take us out, man. Peace and love, bro. Don't care about what they on. Finger for hundreds at home all alone in the suit with a still like a bone. Bro, finna Jackson, like Shimon. I took the chrome to chrome. I took this bitch a bone. I made her leave a phone. Yes. Who said we ain't made Rich now still eating checkers. Still pull up double decker. Still control the whole mecca. Still that nigga. Still. I still fuck her. I will. Might put this bitch in my will. Nigga, you gonna do what? Nigga, you tripping, nigga. I'm on, nigga. I'm on. Chill. Fucking this bitch in the hills, I ain't even licking, she wet as an ill. Ill. Nigga, I'm just talking. Get on these beats and I'm not even rapping, I'm literally flossing and walking. Get on these beats and I'm literally walking on God, I really be flossing. Beats in the sheets hit that bitch from the bed for the pussy inside of a coffin. Oh, yeah.